Sullivan testing the Portuguese. You know, I like to be fit and healthy, so the best way I know is to just get out there and run. Running was an outlet for me to, I guess, feel good about myself and, and take out some of the angers that were going on in my life. Sonny O'Sullivan is going to take the world title back to Ireland. How do you plan a full season or training cycle? It's a brand new year. Whatever your goals are, incorporating some tune-up races into your yearly plan is essential if you want to hit the big overall goal. For me, that goal is Dublin City Marathon on October 29th. I'll also be running the London Marathon on April 23rd. Is that a tune-up race though? Who better to ask about all of this than the GOAT herself, my co-host and coach, former world champion and world record holder and winner of the Dublin City Marathon, Sonia O'Sullivan. Sonia, good day down under. How are you? I'm good. Uh, happy 2023. And yeah. We're into a new year already. We made it. It is probably, I think that all the runs that you do over Christmas should count for two. That's my own theory. (laughs) (laughs) They're so hard to squeeze in. Did you, you seem to have a lot of success this week. If we're to look back on our running week, you had a lot of success getting out there this week. Yeah, I mean, I would say relative success. Um, I mean, it's actually, it's not very difficult for me to run because it depends where you are. Yeah. And who you're with. And I would spend a lot of time by myself. So, you know, the day is my own. <laughs> I think to <laughs> you're the I boss. Please. Yeah. The, the, only, the, the, only, the thing I find the most difficult is finding the time to phone people back in Ireland or people that you want to catch up with in different countries because the, the window for when you can actually call people is so short. Mm. And so, and then I suppose the time does get away from you pretty quickly as well. Yeah. Which, um, you know, especially when it's heating up, getting a bit warm and you need to get out and do things early in the day. Seems and then you've got this whole window of day, but the rest of the world is sleeping. Yeah. You know? yeah. And then while I'm sleeping, everybody's up and living. So it's, it's a constant battle. Yeah, absolutely. And you've got obviously got to get back in touch with people back home. I definitely struggled to get out, but managed to hit all of the runs that Vinnie Mulvey had planned for us. If you're not following along yet, Sonia and I are both following the plan of Vinnie Mulvey, my coach here on the ground in Ashburn, County Meath. Vinnie Mulvey joins us on the live line now. Talk to Jar, Jar on 1850 715 815. Vinnie, great to have you here. Thanks very much. Great <laughs> to be here. Vinnie assigned the plan for both Sonia and I this week. You're going to explain your experience with it later in the show, which is a much more luxurious experience like yours down in Australia, enjoying the, the heat and the sea life, jumping into boats and all kinds of park runs. Whereas I feel like, Vinnie, I'm walking a bit of a tightrope with what you had prescribed for the week. Maybe you can talk to us a little bit about this topic of planning that we're basing today's episode on because clearly that's at the front of your mind when you're aware that I'm hoping to run two marathons this year one in April and one in October yeah well first of all I don't like that word hoping so uh, <laughs> I, I, I you know you have to get that out of your mind you hope to do it you're gonna do it that that's the important thing I think you know I'm sure Sonia would agree with me on that you know you either you're either gonna do it or you're not you know Mm. Yeah, I think you have to commit and once you commit then I think everything becomes easier like because you have the purpose and so you have a re- every run you do is leading you to the marathon yeah, yeah. yeah. feel like Definitely. you've had 
you can't sleep. You can't leave any out because you need more. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I suppose getting to your question about um, planning for the year and stuff, I think it's really important just to um, keep with short term goals for the moment. I think it'd be foolish to kind of focus too much on what you're going to be doing in 10 months or something, you know, or eight months or whatever. But, you know, you should keep it in the back of your mind, obviously. But all these little mini goals, I think, are, are leading to that big goal. Now, obviously, you're, you're coming out of an injury, you know. So I've kind of been giving you schedules and on the one hand, kind of waiting nervously every week to hear how it went for you. But I'm not like that anymore now because I'm confident now that you're you're where you should be, you know. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I suppose um, when you said I, I gave the two of you guys a schedule, like it's been very loose the last few weeks because I think we're just testing the water a bit with you. You know, mm. um, but I think now coming into January, I think it, it is time to start getting a bit more structured and a bit kind of up the ante a little bit. Um, this idea that you're talking about, Vinny, about testing the water to start with before even starting the training block. Sonia has talked about before on the show, which is find out where you are before you decide where you're going to go. You need to yep. know where the pier is and where yeah. your next port is. Your plan for this week looked like six kilometers easy on a Monday. The session on the Tuesday, which you can then explain to us, uh, it was a track session with two big threshold chunks in it. Uh, you gave us Wednesday off or do a bit of cardio as we pleased. Thursday was an easy 12K with a few strides at the end. An easy 8K on the Friday, Saturday off and Sunday was a 10 mile uh, run with a bit of threshold in there if I didn't manage to get the goal mile in, which I did. Um, this this testing the water, can you explain that a little bit better? Uh, and I mean, for those, because we are trying to talk to everybody here, not just marathon runners. There's people who are jumping on the horse for the first time this January or trying to get back on it. Is a yeah. week like you just described there a good idea for people to just get a sense of, well, what are you able for and what are your paces? Well, I, I, I should clarify that. Like, we are kind of on the third kind of week here, you know? Yeah. And that, that Monday 6K is, is a new thing for you this week. It's an extra day. So I just threw in some low mileage just to get you used to an extra day of running. Mm. But, um, but, like, if we looked at what you were doing three weeks ago, it was a lot less and a lot less intense and that was kind of more testing the water and we're like we're 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 testing the waters the last few weeks but we're pushing the boat out a little bit every mm. time what you're saying there is people are going to be jumping on the new year's bandwagon here and signing up for loads of races and stuff and like sonia said it's so important to, to be realistic and know where you're at if you haven't ran in like six months or a year or or even never you have to start like with walking, jogging, that type of thing. One of the biggest mistakes people make this first week in January is they they just go out right. I'm going to do a, a five mile run tomorrow, you know, and they haven't they haven't done that in years, like or months or whatever, you know, and they overstress the body and they end up ultimately getting injured or demotivated because they have to stop or something, you know. So I, I think it is really about managing your expectations, your goals, and your current 
level of fitness, you know? Mm, yeah. So uh, with that in mind and that being said, we've got loads of episodes in the archive if people want to go back to that phase that I was at. Like I was I was you. If you're listening to this going, well, I, I'm Jesus, I'm not running a marathon this year. I'm just hoping to get going here. We've tons and tons of episodes over on patreon.com forward slash Irishman abroad that will guide you not just from couch to 5k, but couch to the Cove 10 mile road race, which again takes place this year in Cove. We encourage you all to sign up. We're trying to get as many listeners down there of all abilities. Cove is a is a thought and there, there is a reason why I bring that up. You mention races and I'm putting this question to both you and Sonia. This must be one of the you know, the biggest differences between elite athletes and normies like myself, that races and tune up races have such a different place in training for pros or elites versus somebody like myself. Where should people be thinking races fit into, let's say, a 20 week or five month training plan? For for elites, it's probably similar enough. To be honest, like on a different, it's all kind of uh, relative. I think races are there. They give you confidence, but they give you a benchmark of where you're at. Mm. I would always advise people once they're healthy and fit and not injured or anything, go out and do a park run or do any sort of road race or something and just go as hard as you can and see where you're at. And and wherever you're at, that's where you're at. And then you build on that and you build Mm. your paces and your goals off that. And then you... You know, I, I'd say the most important reason for doing the races along the way is um, just to see that, like, the training is, is working. It, it gives you motivation, you know, and it gives you it gives you a little pat on the back to say, geez, look, this is yeah. working and, and you're you're on your way here, you know? Yeah, Sonia, you've called it check in the oven. Yeah, I think it is checking that, you know, you're, like Vinny was saying there, you're moving in the right direction. And I think every time that you run a race you definitely put yourself under a bit of pressure to raise your game a little bit. And then as a result of that, then you can train at a higher level the following week. Mm. You know, as long as everything is in working order and going good, then you kind of boost yourself a little bit and you feel better. And and I think you even feel that after, you know, a week of training, a week of consistent training, the second time you do a similar week of training, you actually feel better. So when I get like the 12 minute threshold thing at the park and I was thinking, you know, it's a long 12 minutes is like I would normally do the thresholds, break them down even shorter than that. And then to come 15 minutes the next week and I was thinking, oh, this is going to be hell. And it was actually <laughs> easier because mm. you're kind of like, you your could body just remembers. Go, yeah, it probably was a little bit of the muscle memory, the, the mind memory even of just settling into a pace and cruising along. And so you just accept, this is what I got to do. I'm going to be running around here a few laps for 15 minutes mm. and I just got to stick with it. And because you're operating at a level that's not really that hard, but it's just at a higher level than going for a regular run. Mm. And, and I often find that it's easier when you have a bit of purpose. You know, you do your warm up and you break it down into sections like you know, 15 minute blocks or 12 minute blocks. You just kind of have to concentrate for that amount of time and not, you always have to just think about the lap that you're in and not, you know, how far you've got to go. 
yeah, really, really solid advice. And that like that was in my head this week, Vinny, when I was doing this threshold session that you prescribed of 3K warm up, 15 minute threshold, four minute jog and then 15 minute threshold again, followed by two 400s with a 90 second jog in between. And then a 2K recovery was just being present in yeah. what the work is, what not thinking about what's coming next. I did want to ask, though, when we talk about planning the year and you stressing both of you stressing the importance of equating races into it to see where you're at, uh, to see what you can do. Surely there is a little bit of a risk there in people, including races too soon or too frequently. Yeah, definitely. The frequency one is is a big one because people get it. People kind of get addicted to races and addicted mm-hmm. to signing up to races. You know, you go on, <laughs> you go, geez, I'll do this one, I'll do this one. And that's a nice t-shirt or a medal you get, whatever. <laughs> but everything has to come back to your end goal. And does this benefit my end goal or not? Right. And if you're racing too often, you're burning the candle. And you're like, it's, it's the old kind of analogy of putting money in the bank. The more miles you put in and thresholds and stuff, it's like putting money in the bank. And then you take a little bit out every time you race, you know? Yeah. And well, let me get specific with you both then. With London on the horizon for me and many of our listeners, how often is too often? And what kind of races should be planned into the year if April 23rd is the London City Marathon? Uh, with that in mind, what kind of... Uh, time frame should we should a person be looking at to do a tune-up race how far should it be and how far should it be from your end goal it, it probably depends on yeah your what your end goal is and i would think for london the goal would be to just cover the distance and to get around and mm, it is you know get comfortable with going that far yeah um and then you see what you might want to chase after in Dublin do I want to keep it the same or do I want to maybe push it a little bit harder and so I think the reason for doing a race before London say if it was a half marathon or something would be just to run it at the marathon pace or maybe a little bit faster but you're not actually racing it you're just using it as a way of getting your body used to running that hard you know standing on a start line and start starting with a big group of people and just concentrating for, you know, an hour and 45 minutes or something. I, I would echo what Sonia says there. Like, I think Dublin is the end goal, really. London, I think, yeah, it's just about you getting time on your feet and getting out for four hours or whatever it is and coming out of feeling like, right, I can do this. I think the approach will be completely different in next August and September. Yeah. before Dublin than it will be February and March, you know? Yeah, but this is a confusing area for people because, let's face it, Vinny, there's an awful lot of really delicious-looking races around the country. Well, well, what, it, I, what I would say is your situation's a little different to a lot, a lot of people that might be listening. There, there are going to be a lot of people doing London as their goal this year. So what I would say to those people is that they'll need, like, a half marathon, maybe three or four weeks before something like that and something like a 10 mile race or something is, is good as well i think and not not at your marathon pace like i think it is good to do it at your marathon pace like sonia said for you 
for London, like because you're 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 not racing it. Mm. Like you're just getting around. If you are going on your limit for a marathon, you need to go on your limit in the other distances as well. Mm. And run a faster pace. Do you know? Like it's no good going out and running a two hour half marathon and then hoping to run a four hour marathon. <laughs> it's just it's not gonna happen. Yeah, well well look, you know what I'll do? Uh, I will post what we eventually decide as the tune up races and the schedule for the year that Vinny Sonia and myself decide upon and maybe you can come with us just join the Strava running group for Irishman running abroad if you put in Sonia's name or my name I'm sure you can find it quite easily on there there's almost 2,000 members as we stand and a bunch of us joined together at Dunboyne running track this week to do the goal mile which is great crack and we'll talk about that in around the parishes Sonia we used to do tip of the week and I think we need to bring it back especially now that we've got Vinny on the line so let's get a tip of the week out of both of you Tip of the week, 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 tip of the week. It's Sonia's tip of the week. Tip of the week, Vinny. I don't know if you're aware of this, but Sonia used to drop one knowledge bomb a week where people go, oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> I haven't thought of that. Right. And actually, it's now more of a running hack is what I'm looking for. I know there's no shortcuts aside from running across the center of the track. But everybody uh, and every elite seems to have a certain little thing, a cream or a trick that they used to use on a regular basis that would help them out each week. Now, this can relate to specifically planning the year or it can just be something that you know fell into your lap, guys, this week that uh, you thought, geez, I forgot about this. This is actually a great little thing. Who wants to go first of the pair of you? Well, I'll let Sonia, because I'm completely on the spot here. <laughs> uh, Vinny, you're not the only one. I'm always on the spot. Well, Michael Kinnan, Michael Kinnan came in with the uh, Normatec pants, which he absolutely swears by. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think Normatec are good. That's a good, that's a good tip, all right. Well, I think well, this is not really a tip, but it's something I, I keep meaning to mention this. Um, but I think one of the one of the best presents that I got this year, and it wasn't a Christmas present. It was actually a gift in the post a good few months ago. This massage gun that I got um, from, I actually got it from Massage Guns Ireland. And it's a little mini travel one. And it's amazing. I do have like a bit of a, a niggle that I'm been carrying around for a while now. And I probably won't get it sorted until I see Vinny, I'd say, because you just it's just very difficult to get someone who can actually, you know, want to fix you. Yeah. Like you can you can go and see people for treatment and they kinda look at it and they give you a bit of treatment and then they're then you're kind of on your way, but they're not really committed to getting you better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you need somebody who's invested and they kinda understand how important it is for you to get fixed. Hmm. So I've been managing it with the massage gun here. I'm going back to America on Thursday and we're actually going to Arizona for right. a training camp. So I think I'm just going to, while we're at this training camp, I'm just going to have to make a point of, you know, whoever the team is seeing, then I just got to find time and go and see them myself. That's yeah. my tip of the week is that, you know, if you have any aches and pains that you've been putting on the long finger, is to, to commit, you know, as much as we commit to a running plan and to training and health and fitness and diet and everything else sometimes you have to commit to fixing yourself because mm. you can carry things around for a long time and, and 
you know, especially if they don't actually stop you, they just kind of hinder you a little bit. Yeah. But I know that, you know, if I want to get better, if I want to, you know, get the benefit of running a park run or running a race and, you know, going into the next week, then I have to actually be a bit more pain free than I am. Mm -hmm. And I think if you're carrying injuries, it's very hard. You're, you're always fighting a battle and you're not winning the battle. So you're not really going forward. You're just kind of maintaining and it's like you're out there just eating grass every week, you know? Like, sure. Yeah. Not. yeah. yeah. Well, I should uh, say my tip of the week, an extension to Sonia's thing on commit to get yourself better and the Theragun is make sure that if you can't convince somebody to get you a Theragun, a trick that I've learned is that you get a family member to buy your wife a Theragun and then you get all the use yeah. of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened this week for Tina. She got yeah. a Theragun from her brother. I want to say a big shout out to David Rowland for the best gift I've ever seen my wife receive, basically. And it's all mine. She'll, ne <laughs> she'll never uh, see what that gun even looks like. <laughs> At least you didn't buy it for her jarnas. So. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's worse. That's the Homer Simpson bowling ball syndrome. Uh, I always have, but I always have this worry with this gun when you go through airports that they might stop it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I asked them. I said, "Can I put? The, can I bring this on the plane, or should I check it? Because then there's this whole thing with batteries and stuff." Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, God. Yeah, and then yeah. when you try to ask them, they don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Just yeah, and you can't never say. call it a gun either in the airport. No, no. well, there's like, there's like signs all over the airport because they need your firearm at home, you know? Like, <laughs> this is a weapon. This is a weapon. Yeah. It's, not, it's a weapon for uh, <laughs> injury prevention. Vinny, let's get your running hack before, before well, we say goodbye to you. I have two, I suppose, off the top of my head. One is mental and one is physical. So the physical or the mental one, I suppose, is um, for the week that's in it, New Year's and everything. I, I would just say to people, if they're looking for goals for this year, you know, always try and pick a goal that's kind of coming from within. Like it's an intrinsic goal rather than something that someone is telling you to do. Like, oh, you, you, you should do a marathon or you should do a 10K or something. You're more likely to succeed if the goal comes from within, you know, mm. rather than just someone telling you what you should be aiming yeah. for, you know? Yeah, yeah, very so, good. I think that's an important that's one. That's the psychological one. What's the practical one? Um, practical one is very practical, actually. Um, and I still do this on nearly every single run I go on, is I always bring some toilet paper in my shorts. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I, I always just uh, roll out a bit of toilet paper, fold it up. Most of the time, I never use it, but you know, um, the one time I you have, forget it, I have, and I've seen, I've seen many a guy, and uh, when I was in New York, coming out of the bushes with one sock on, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> Vinny Mulvey, it's always such a pleasure to have you on. Thank you for coming on this journey to the Dublin City Marathon and the London Marathon with us, and thank you as always for. The training plans i'll post those in the strava group as well for anybody that's interested but to get the full irishman running abroad experience you need to get yourself over to patreon.com forward slash irishman abroad enjoy the 15 percent discount that we're offering on annual membership you'll get access to all of our episodes going right back over the last 10 years of conversations with the greatest irish people ever to have lived Vinny, thanks a lot we'll talk thanks, to you soon guys, and uh, good luck with the training for the next week Looking forward to it. Thanks. All right, thank you. We'll chat to you soon. See and ya. safe, safe trip back to the States.
Right. Are we going to do a quick run around the parishes here, are we? I think it's that time, Sonia. Okay, so, well, who have I got here? I've got a friend of the show here, Noel Carr, down in um, Beaufort in County Kerry, and he ran a New Year's Day 10K, a PB, and he was just shy of breaking 40 minutes, 40 minutes and 8 seconds. So I'm sure now that he's knocking on the door, he'll be aiming to get under 40 minutes soon. I have to say, Noel Carr's... Like of a, of the year 2022, that man's the numbers he's put up, the work he's put in, and how much of a support he's been to the show. Huge shout out to to Noel Carr, uh, a fellow who came on the Breaking Twenty journey, and is a big advocate of the running easy to run fast. Uh, Kira Cullen also ran the Gold Mile with me on Dunboyne Athletic Club's gorgeous track. Her debut run on any track, Sonia. She can never run on a track. And a beautiful energy, she says on the sidelines. Well done to all involved, she's right. And she even got her own mile PB and 1K PB. So she really put in a shift there. It's great, isn't it? When you can have the miles and the kilometres, you can get double PBs out there. (laughs) And um, so I have Sue MacDonald here in Kildare, Newbridge in County Kildare and she says 23 to kick off 2023 and she was fueled by wine and cheese and no (laughs) doubt that was 23 kilometres because then up on her Strava or at least the one that I was looking at it came up in miles so it's funny I think some people can record it in kilometres like I'm generally kilometres but then some other people will read it in miles Mm. on their system because that's what they've got their thing set up to yeah. um, and I often get people commenting when I run things like 6.66 miles and I don't know because I'm doing you know 10 point something kilometer they think it's a devil of a run when I do that <laughs> well our run of the week there was absolutely no question who would be our run of the week it's a Ballymore Cove legend himself Pete Peter Howie who knocked a whopping four minutes off his previous best to register a time of 37.57 at the Grange for Moy Athletic Club 10k race on New Year's Eve. Sonia, what a run from Peter Howie. Your first thought. <laughs> yeah, I mean, four minute people. Oh, my first thought was, what shoes is he wearing? <laughs> <laughs> it always is. I saw you were wearing Saucony shoes the other day as well. Did you wear them for the mile? Yes, I did. There you go. I don't want to jump off mm-hmm. Peter, Peter Howie. Saucony Challenger 24 uh, is the shoe that I managed to nab in the Black Friday sales. A gorgeous running shoe. A few listeners have been telling me you got to get a pair of Saucony on your feet just to feel. But like, it is about mixing it up for me i think pete i have a picture of pete here and it looks like he's in the vapor flies the old reliable there but i mean yep. sonia can't be the shoes that man's obviously busted gut this year to get to that well yeah absolutely i mean it's a combination i mean to to run you know under 40 minutes by such a big margin first time out um Unreal. you know you got to be doing some training there so i'd say he's up there doing some of the training um with mary Mary the Baron is up there probably cracking the whip and uh, getting him to do a few, a few, few sessions around the track and goes. Yeah, shout out to Shane and Deirdre Myler who both claimed personal bets bests over the Christmas week at, as well at the uh, uh, Clonmel Athletic Club four-mile race on St. Stephen's Day. 
that's it for part one of my conversation with Sonia O'Sullivan this week as we look ahead to planning the year. Come on over to patreon.com forward slash irishmanabroad to hear the second half of the conversation where Sonia gives a review of her week of running and the many adventures that she found herself on in Australia this week. It's all available for the price of a pint each month over on patreon.com forward slash irishmanabroad. I think anybody can be a runner. It just depends on what level of runner you want to be. It's a new world record for Sonia O'Sullivan. Brilliant run by the Irish girl. O'Sullivan has closed the gap quietly, efficiently, but most of all, economically, and that is important. Running is one of those that you can actually get started without too much. It's probably one of the simplest sports you can do. You really don't need a whole lot. People think that they need more than they need. Well, that's an impressive piece of running so far by Sonia O'Sullivan. Yes, I am still running, but I'm running because I enjoy it. Sonia O'Sullivan is moving out nicely. Is this to be Ireland's first ever female world champion? Sonia O'Sullivan is on her way to another magnificent victory. Running is a kind of a, an adjective verb that you can use to describe a lot of different things. And Sonia O'Sullivan is going to take the world title back to Ireland and our home city of Cove.